We're not saying talk about how things are so amazing if they're not. But we do need to recognize the little wins we have in our life. The little things that it's like, wow, I can't believe we live in this place. I can't believe we are able to sit and eat a meal together uh, together every day. Yeah. Stuff like that. Okay, it is episode number 14. I think that's right. I think it's 14. You'll know when you click on it. Yeah, I think 14 is right. <laughs> episode 14. Okay, so what are we talking about this week? Um, gratitude. Gratitude. Yeah. I am grateful for you. I am grateful for you. Yay. And we are the roots. And we are the roots. <laughs> and we like marriage. awkward and cringy before yep. I'd be like, why am I listening to this? Yep. This is the You, Me, Us Together podcast. Yes, it is. And we like things about marriage, and we like you people that keep listening, so we appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. If you didn't know, we are on Instagram, we are on Facebook, we are on TikTok, and we are on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Plus all the podcast platforms. And we're on our own website. Oh, yeah. We do have a website. We There's not much there, ourselves. but we are working on it. Yeah. yeah. There's a little, like, bio section where you can learn more about us. It's not super there long. Is. But there's some pictures of us, like, throughout the years, some milestones that we've hit. Yeah. So if you want to cool. learn more about us, go there. Um, plus all of our online stuff. We're pretty candid. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely check it out if you haven't yet. If you stumbled across this on a podcast platform and you're like, oh, they do more than podcasts? We do. Yeah. We do a lot more. And it's really fun on, on TikTok and Instagram, Instagram especially. We've been doing challenge videos every week, yep. although we didn't do them the last two weeks. But we're going to start it up again. Yeah. And where we, like, give you a challenge to do for the week and we share how our week is going while we're doing the same challenge and... It's Encourage super fun. you to do it too. Interactive. Yeah. We post updates on our story, the whole nine. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. So if you want to do you, things with us throughout the week, yeah. do check you it wanna out. You want to have some fun yeah. with us. Yep. I have this itch like on my back. I can't get it. <laughs> we, we like to have fun. We like to have fun together. We like to have fun apart sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everyone needs both. <laughs> okay, sorry. Gratitude. Let's yes. bring it. Let's reel it in reel a little in bit. In. Gratitude. I used a fishing analogy, even though we don't fish. That's Look like the weakest go. fishing analogy ever. It's weak. It shows people that I'm outdoorsy. <laughs> I'm grateful for that. Uh, thanks. I don't fish very often because I don't um, like to eat fish. Yeah. I think it's disgusting. And you're not patient enough. But I do buy fish in a can sometimes. For our babies. And I get to the dogs and I go, I plug my nose the whole time. They love it. They do. It's good for their coat. Yeah. I'm grateful for those dogs. I'm grateful for them too. Okay. I'm grateful that you let me get them because both of them were my idea that I made you get me another dog. I know. They're both very expensive. Actually, Ollie Boy, he's our discount puppy. She's pretty cheap. <laughs> anyway, 
Gratitude. How does gratitude play a role in our marriages? I think it goes along with that positivity podcast we did. Okay, can you remind me of what? Well, we talked about how important it is to be positive in your marriage and how that's kind of saved our marriage instead of jumping straight to negativity because that's so easy to do. For sure. And I think gratitude and positivity go hand in hand. Okay. Um, If you constantly try to remember to be grateful, it's going to automatically give you a spirit of positivity. Yes. I believe. Yeah, and we're not talking about blind gratefulness. We're not saying talk about how things are so amazing if they're not. Yes. But but we do need to recognize the little wins we have in our life, the little um, things that it's like, wow, I can't believe we live in this place. I can't believe we are able to sit and eat a meal together uh, together every day. Yeah. Stuff like that. It's soup. I can't believe is actually a really bad way to put that. I don't think that's a good habit to be and saying, man, I can't believe this because the reality is it's believable, but I'm super grateful that this little thing we are able to do together. Yeah. Right. And the, I can't believe statement, I think is more just like a, ah, like a shock. Like, it's just so amazing that we're here. Like, it's just a phrase people use. I can't believe that. Yeah. I just, um. I've tried to stop saying I, I can't believe as much. You tried to stop me from saying it too because that really bothers you. And you're like, you have no belief in me. And I'm like, that's not what I meant. Yeah. So um, <laughs> in Matthew McConaughey's book, Green Lights. Oh, yeah. He talks about that a lot um, in one of his chapters about like people need to stop saying I can't believe this because the reality is things are unbelievable until they happen. Right. People say, yeah. I can't believe this. Um, could ever happen and then it happens right and it's like that's really not unbelievable you just say Mm -hmm. that as a placeholder for all these other words that you could be using like I am so in awe of this thing that happens or that is amazing or we feel so blessed by the fact that this happens or whatever right yeah so there's all these different words that we can use but people choose to say I can't believe that anyway Um, Can I insert something real quick? Especially with the God that we follow. A God of the impossible. Like, literally, everything is possible. Nothing's impossible for him. So saying I can't believe is kind of like um, degrading him and what he can do. Absolutely. Yeah, we we can't put a, a stopper on God's power. Yeah. There... It is... Yeah unimaginable how great his power is if you truly believe in in him and how powerful he is then nothing that happens should be something that you're like wow i can't believe this it's like it is all totally believable because look what he has done absolutely yeah so back to gratitude again (laughs) back to gratitude um we're talking about being grateful about circumstances in life right Mm -hmm. recognizing things that we need to be grateful for. Um, Recognition is the first step in gratitude. The next step in our marriages is acknowledgement, right? Okay, yeah. And so we need to openly and verbally acknowledge to one another and around one another about our gratitude, whether that's about our life, right? I'm grateful that we are able to live in such a beautiful area, Mm -hmm. right? 
<clears throat> it also could be um, while I, we're at a party together and I'm talking to whoever, right? Some friend of ours and you're standing next to me listening and being a part of the conversation and I openly tell our friend, man, Cambria did this amazing thing. I am so grateful that she is willing to step out and do that for us, right? I like that. Talking to our two people around you about your spouse in a positive and um, grateful, I don't know, what's the word, but yeah. just this positive light and showing people like, I truly am amazed at the abilities of my spouse and how they are able to love me and things like that. Telling people why you're thankful for your spouse. Yeah, absolutely. Basically. Yeah, and, and it's not to... Um, this is not to manipulate um, the way your spouse feels about you. Inherently, it'll make them feel um, mm -hmm. safer around you and feel like, wow, they're really on my team and they believe in me. But on top of that, oh my gosh, I just lost my train of thought. Yeah, okay. Um, I'm grateful that you've had so many wise words so far. <laughs> <laughs> on top of the fact that um, our spouse is going to feel good about it. Oh, we weren't, we don't want to do things just to manipulate the way our spouse feels mm -hmm. about us. Right. Because we can, <clears throat> uh, butter them up if you will. Right. Yeah. To other people to like get things that we want. Right. Mm -hmm. A lot of people do that. They say words that they don't actually mean in order to get what they want. Yeah. And that is the easiest way to break down trust in a marriage and a relationship, yeah. right? Part of being grateful includes being truthful. Absolutely. It doesn't mean you have to to say good things about every single little thing, because the reality is some things in life are just crap, and they're terrible. Yeah, <laughs> and some I, things just You don't just have suck. to have something good to say about it. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I still think it's a good habit to try to look for the good, even in bad situations. Yeah. But, you know, I'm trying to think of an example. Like, there are... Someone dies. Like, it doesn't mean you have to be like, oh, good for them. Mm -hmm. It's like, you can be sad. You can mourn. That's good. That's healthy. Yeah. Um, but you don't have to be... Try to find... You should try to find positivity in the situation. You don't have to be grateful for every little thing. Yeah. It's finding the things that you truly really believe that you're thankful for yeah finding mm -hmm. those little things yeah and oftentimes it's a gut feeling yeah right it's not like i need to be super thoughtful about this mm -hmm. it's like these things that like catch you off guard like wow i can't believe this is i can't yeah. believe this is happening i i like this is amazing and i am mm -hmm. i am truly grateful for this thing or this person or whatever. yeah um you mentioned like when someone passes away it is very difficult my um great aunt passed away under bad circumstances in an accident right mm -hmm. and she it was devastating right it was unexpected yeah. she wasn't very old like there I, was a lot of it was hard i didn't really like know her or know you guys much at that point and even i heard about it yeah from she being in a, a different circle. Right. She was a teacher in um, 
one of our local schools. She was a professor, maybe? I'm really trying to remember. I don't remember that part. I just but know it came up. It was, <clears throat> it was crazy because we go to her memorial, and um, we were able to be in kind of the family circle because we are family and... Um, our family, especially even that far out, right? My great aunt, were mm-hmm. really close. And um, we, I was just in awe at the amount of people that showed up. Mm-hmm. Like they ended up um, broadcasting the service online because there were so many people that reached out. That's And that's it's like, cool. you, you don't see the fruits of someone's life until something like that happens. Uh, from afar, you mm-hmm. you don't recognize it, right? But it's like, this is what it's about, right? And being able to, yes, we were all mourning, and it was a really hard time, especially for her family. But um, it was this thing where you, you, you almost just had to look around and be so grateful for this person that was able to affect these hundreds of people around them in all these different circles right yeah and we were all able to come together and it's like we all have this in common i don't know 80 percent of you but i know that you were able to experience this person's love and god's love through her Mm -hmm. right and it was just crazy yeah Um, it's cool how you can find things to be grateful for but you don't have to be happy about the situation. Yeah. That's what That's I was what trying it, to get to before. You don't absolutely. have to be happy about it. It's sad. It's devastating. But you can find little things in that hard time to be grateful for, like all the lives that she affected. Yep. Yeah, and God doesn't want us to walk through life sad and depressed and looking at all the nastiness in life. He wants us to recognize it and realize there's an enemy and there is nastiness in this world. Mm-hmm. But without the hope of being able to see glimpses uh, glimpses of heaven right we yeah. just went through the series of heaven and it seems like we just talked about glimpses of heaven yeah in church we did on earth and so that's what gratitude is mm-hmm. seeing those glimpses and being able to express gratitude for them yeah right be I thankful like that. for them gratitude is glimpses of heaven yeah it's the joy in life yeah. Rec- find, find the joy. Yeah. And it's learning to, there's a big part of it that's learning to recognize those things. Yeah. That's right? the point I was going to bring up and you stole it from me. It's all about <laughs> your perspective on life. Yeah. And learning to walk through life looking for those things. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just not going to see them. Mm-hmm. It's the same as hearing from God, right? If you don't, if you're not actively... Um, trying to learn how you hear best from God, you just won't. Yeah. So. Yep. Gratitude is definitely something that can be trained into you, that you can learn to to do and to do more easily. Because yeah. I know for some people, just their personalities, gratitude is really easy. And for some people, it is really, really hard. But that doesn't mean that, oh, that's just how I am. I'm just a negative person. Like, I'm just not grateful for things. Like, you can teach yourself Mm -hmm. how to be more disciplined in gratitude. When I remember, um, I was in, I want to say eighth grade. Okay. So not super young, but not, like, old enough to 
you know, like recognize how life really is, you know? You know how life works. Yeah. Yeah. And my first period was English, I believe. And my English teacher, Mrs. Wolf, made us do this thing every single day before we could even start class, which was a first the first class that was even start our day. Yeah. And we had to write down I think it was three things that we're grateful for every single day before we even started. And I remember at the beginning thinking about like, I'm going to run out like in a week or less. Mm -hmm. Like I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful for my house. I'm great. Like those little things that like for Thanksgiving, like you go around the table, it's like, what are you grateful for? And you're (laughs) like, I'm grateful for my family. And it's just like surface level. Um, But it taught me to find gratitude in the littlest things so little things like one i i think i used often was i'm grateful for warm showers Mm -hmm. because it's like when you think deeply it's like not everyone can take a shower that's warm or even take a shower shower versus a bath like the amount of water that a shower uses yeah you know and so i thought that was a really cool lesson to teach eighth graders because that idea has stuck with me since i haven't been good at doing it consistently yeah since then since i wasn't i don't have to do it anymore but it's something i think about a lot and how Hmm. that mindset can really like affect yeah even just how your day goes this is this is so much like every concept we talk about these are learned behaviors and habits Mm -hmm. to um better your personal life and better your married life yeah yeah Um, because none of us are born with these, um, skills. Mm -hmm. They're all learned. Yep. Okay. So how does gratitude tie into marriage? I think we've covered it as like a whole. Well, I think what I talked about with expressing gratitude in public places about Mm -hmm. your spouse to other people, Mm -hmm. um, and it's especially fun if you can talk your spouse up to other people when your spouse isn't in the isn't there and then she then interacts with that person and they're like oh my gosh your husband was telling me about this thing and feels so it feels so good right <laughs> yeah it, both ways it, yeah this it also feels good when i am in the room like yeah that's what you chose to say about me all uh-huh yeah it can be both right yeah um what i i want to touch on this because it was We've been reading through the Five Love Languages book with our small group. Yeah, we've been reading through that for a while. It's been a long time. (laughs) We also haven't met with them in four weeks or something. Life's gotten so busy for everyone. Um, But what I was getting to is um, the chapter we just read, they talked about how um, things that make each other feel really loved um, can so easily get turned on its head and be used to put each other down. And so in the same sense of talking your spouse up to other people, if you say something negative about your spouse, that changes the perspective of that person that you're telling it to. And it, it makes your spouse feel like, I don't know if I can trust you with things I tell you about, about me personally. Yeah. And so being very careful with the things that you're sharing. Right. Yeah. Um, just being aware to other people yeah yep i agree with that it's your spouse is the person that knows you the best in this world or at least should be 
Yeah. And that gives you the power to love them better than anybody else. Yeah. It also gives you the power to hurt them worse than anybody else could. Absolutely. And I, um, you mentioned your spouse is supposed to be the person that knows you the best out of anyone. Yeah. For young couples, the transition from parents to spouse Mm -hmm. is so difficult. Oh my gosh, it's difficult. Especially if you got married, um, like you moved out of your parents' house into your marriage home, Mm -hmm. or like you moved out, went to college, and then got married right after that, right? Or two, it's really popular nowadays because, you know, everything's getting so expensive to get married and still live in your parents' house for a few years. Yep. Yeah. I mean, we're part of a small group that they call themselves the basement dwellers because literally all of them live in their parents' basements. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny, but it's also, like, it makes it really challenging to not be able to, like, learn to do life on your own because you still have to yeah, do it with your parents and right. learn to do it with this new person. So m- the point I was trying to make about that was more about... Our parents know us best when we're growing up, right? They're the ones that changed our diapers, right? They're the ones that saw you grow. Yeah, from nothing. Yeah. And, um, but that transition has to be made from parents to spouse. Mm-hmm. Because your, your other half is meant to be just that, your other half. Right? Mm-hmm. Your parents are no longer that, and they are now a layer out on the circle obviously mm-hmm. for some people they are several layers out because our parent they, their parents have made choices that broke their trust yeah right but your parents have to move a layer out from your marital circle yeah and your marital and circle should be the second circle the i was gonna say oh. the innermost circle but i think that should be you and god that's a funny <laughs> visual sorry <laughs> The innermost circle should be <laughs> you and God. Yeah. And then the the next one is you and your spouse. Yeah. Just, just the two of you. Yes. In that one, and just you and God in the first one. Right. And then from there, you can fill it in with other people. Whoever you choose. Yeah. But choose them wisely. We've talked about circles yeah. before. It's so. like getting, I like getting deeper in concepts yeah. sometimes. It's yeah, like. Yeah, for sure. Like, it's cool to see the connection between. Yeah things anyway if you're just listening cambria did this hand gesture and i didn't looked, mean to it looked like a penetrative act stop i was i was talking <laughs> about the inner circles and who should be in the circles i was pointing to who i like being in the circle what can shut I say? up okay <laughs> stop okay what were we talking Gratitude. about Gratitude. oh moving on from your Transitioning from your parents yeah. to your spouse, yeah. Yeah. So that that's, can, that's huge. That can be difficult from diff- all sorts of perspectives. From mm. Sometimes parents have a hard time letting go. Sometimes the child has a hard time letting go of what they're used to. I've seen that so much, and I feel like we've dealt with it a lot, where it's like, this isn't the way you do it. This is not the way I grew up with it. Yep. And you're like, well, I didn't grow up with it that yeah. way either. And so we have to like figure out, like, how are we going to do this thing for ourselves and especially in the first couple of marriage or couple of years of being married there's so many things just daily tasks like are you a 
uh, brush person or a sponge person when you wash dishes? Mm -hmm. Are you a squeezer or a roller when it comes to your toothpaste? Do you eat your mac and cheese with a fork or a spoon? Yes. Do you, when you make a cup of tea, do you heat up the whole teapot or do you microwave your mug of water? <laughs> I feel like we can go on and There's on with so these. There's so many. There's something I thought of the other day, but I don't remember it. Yeah. I'll try to think of it. Now, the tea thing, you guys don't have to be aligned on that ever. It's up to you. It yeah. doesn't matter. Mac and cheese thing, I mean, you should probably own forks and spoons. It's not a big deal. But, but if you are a spoon person, you are wrong. I just got to throw that in there. Don't, don't listen to her. She's, she's wrong. <laughs> Unless it's Big Mac, like Big Macaroni noodles, they're hard with a spoon. Yeah. Okay. okay. I have another gratitude point. Um, um, but I want to finish oh. that point real quick. Okay. Um, just how, when you get married, expect there to be some change and expect to have to just let some things go. Yeah. That's just part of it, and the sooner that you realize that, the easier it's going to be. It doesn't mean you have to let go of your whole childhood and everything that matters to you. But you need to learn to be flexible and realize, okay, this is something we didn't realize would come up, because we both have different expectations. Let's work through it and come yep. to a decision that works for both of us. So. Um, I would say for any couples that have not gotten married yet, but have stumbled across our thing we got here. <laughs> thing we got here. Um, I would say... I got so stuck on the thing. I'm, I'm trying to remember what I was talking for about. For couples that aren't married yet. For couples that aren't married yet, we... Um, crap. I don't remember. <laughs> I have no idea. You have no idea? I'll come back to it if we, okay. if we think of it. Um, we talked about gratitude to telling people good things about your spouse. Yes. I think it's also important to tell your spouse those things face to face. Yes. So they shouldn't what have we're to... grateful for about our spouse, about each other, mm -hmm. right? I and like when I come in and all the laundry is done, right? And Cambria is sitting there waiting for me. I usually don't in. just sit there and wait for you. I know, but when that's the illusion that I live in, okay? Okay, sorry, I won't <laughs> pop your bubble right there. Then I, um, I, I, like, I, it makes me feel so loved. And, oh, actually, that's a good point. Expressing how you feel loved and when you feel loved and how grateful you are for those things. Yeah. Telling your spouse about. when you feel loved is part of gratitude. Yeah. I would say, like, uh, it, it's so much easier when it's like they're doing things in your primary love language that fill your love tank. Yeah. It's so much easier to be thankful for them because you can so much more mm -hmm. tangibly feel the love coming into you. Um, but I would also say it's equally as important, if not more, to express your gratitude even if you don't feel an immense amount of love. Yeah. Right? So, like, if I do the dishes... Or because you haven't in a couple of days, whatever, Because right? I hate doing because dishes. Because you hate it. Oh my I, gosh. I really appreciate it when you say, thank you for doing the dishes. Even though I know you expect me to do it, and I know that you probably won't do it, and so I just need to. Um, yeah. I really appreciate it when you say, thank you yeah. for doing the dishes. I know... I was I didn't do them even though I said I'll try to wash them right after I cook or whatever. Yeah. Right? 
I also think part of gratitude doesn't mean brushing over conflict and only looking at the good things. No, it's not. Conflict needs to be resolved, not avoided. But I think starting out your conversation with gratitude is always helpful. So instead of just saying, it really bothers me when you, whatever, eat your mac and cheese with a spoon. (laughs) Um, But you can start with a gratitude, like, thank you so much for making the mac and cheese. I really appreciate it. But it does really bother me when you eat it with a spoon. I know that's not a good example because, like... Does that really matter? No, yeah. not really. That's something that I should probably overlook. Yeah, but we need to learn to let some things go. Yeah, okay. But that idea, not just like, like you do this and it bothers me, being yeah. like, you know what? I love you and I am so thankful and grateful for this thing that you do, but I do want to bring up this point of conflict because I don't want to overlook it. But you start with the good. Starting with the, yeah, starting with the good yeah. in order to get each other prepared for where you are. Um, does definitely help with then approaching conflicts. Yeah, I learned that concept in school. They made us this classical education. My (laughs) gosh, they'd set up the classroom in a giant square and make (laughs) us all sit around the table and talk through a concept and they would grade you on how often you spoke. So oh, if I didn't say anything, I would get a failing grade. That's the worst. For oh my kids gosh, that it was really oh, so much anxiety. Because <laughs> I process so slow too. I'm like, I'm way behind you guys. Yeah. What's but, funny to me is like, if I were in that setting, I just wouldn't have talked and been like, my grades are good enough. I don't care if I get an F on this. <laughs> I'm not that way. Anyway, they taught us to not just like if someone says a point, just like shut him down. You don't just, like, they say this, and you're like, well, that was not yeah. what I would have thought. You start by saying, that was a good point, but I disagree because and you have to start off with that, like, positive affirmation kind mm-hmm. of thing. So, yeah. which I think is a good concept to just use in everyday life like that. Absolutely. Just start off with the good instead of just hammering them down with the negative. I think that we need to recognize that... In marriage, we don't always need... It doesn't always need to be a debate. That's true. And some things are okay to just be... To just let go of them. Mm -hmm. Some things are okay to let them be for a time until the timing is right to approach them in a... Yeah. In a loving manner. And I think we could do a whole nother podcast on that. Just knowing, like, there's different levels of things. And there's certain things that it's okay to just let it go. And there's certain things that really do need to be addressed and... Absolutely. We should write that idea down. Yeah. Do that on another podcast. We'll do that on a future podcast. I'll write it down. (laughs) Um, Yeah. If you're hearing any weird noises, there's some weird noises in here because we live in an RV in case you didn't know. All my pens are drying out. This tiny space is an RV. Anyway. It's um, not an airplane, John. (laughs) Your brother, my brother-in-law... It's like, whenever I watch your podcast, it looks like you're on an airplane. Because, <laughs> because the, window. the window looks kind of framed like an yeah. airplane. Anyway, um, it's like sleeting right now. And so it's like you can hear the patter on the roof and everything. So that's the noise. Don't be concerned. We're not under fire. We're good. <laughs> Even though we live right by an Air Force base. But the problem is it was like almost 80 yesterday. Two days ago. I got sunburned. Like 70. <laughs> It's snowing right now, like seriously. 
Colorado weather. Is it normal like this in other places, or is it like, oh, it's spring, it's warm and sunny, and maybe rainy now, and yeah. Colorado's like spring. Nah, just kidding. I want winter back. No way. Let's go to spring. Never mind winter. Yeah. It can't make up its mind. Yeah. And it's our so rainy season is really more the summer months. It's not it's, the win- the spring it's months. It's end of July, beginning August. Yeah. That's the That's rainy season. That's super weird. And there's a bunch of, like, thunderstorms. <laughs> and I love it. We do love the thunderstorms, for sure. Yeah. My book last night, um, one of the characters, she's, like, afraid of thunderstorms. Like, it just sent her into this, like, shaking ball. And the guy was like... I love thunderstorms. And he came in and, like, saw her like that and was like, why is she scared? I don't know what to do with this. And What what book is that? Today is actually... <laughs> it's one of the Bridgerton books. Yeah. It's a little spicy, but... Um, yeah, I know. Romantic. I know when she's going through a spicy part, she's like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well... <laughs> You don't actually always know that because you usually fall asleep while I'm reading. Yeah, I know. So, um, anyway, the point is you don't want the only gratitude that your spouse hears to be from other people. No, definitely not. Even you if need- you're making a point to be the one to tell those other people, they need to hear it from you as well. We need to be our number one, each other's number one supporter. Yeah. And if we're not, if there are other people in your spouse's life that are... Um, being more supportive than you are, there Step is a up problem your game. Because they will start looking for to that person for affirmation and uh, just that support, I yeah. guess. Everything over that you. they should be looking to you for. Exactly. Yeah. I know a lot of women, like the women's talk in the conferences we do, they always say to be your husband's cheerleader. Yeah. That's another way to say it. I like saying number one supporter instead of cheerleader because I'm just not like, I'm not a peppy person. Cheerleader, though. I'm like, that hmm. could do it. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, I hear be your husband's cheerleader and I'm like, no, I'm not that kind of girl. Like, I'm not. Yeah. But, but that doesn't wives, mean you can't support them. For the and wives. And cheer them on. Some guys try cheerleader. They might really like it. um yeah i think without um expressing how grateful you are um, for your spouse and about things that your spouse does they then can think of all your other interactions as nagging and it's like i don't even look forward to when you come home from work because you just nag me about this that and the other thing yeah and simply if you have some let's call it constructive criticism, right? If there are things that you need to discuss with each other, definitely leading with, um, thank you for doing this. Can you consider doing this too? Or I, you said that you were going to do this, but you didn't. And so I'm, I'm struggling with that right now. Mm -hmm. And, but leading with that gratefulness is super important. Yeah. Okay. So for the people that Gratitude is not a strong point for them. Yes. I will give you this, maybe make it easier. Some key phrases or lead-ins that mean gratitude could be something like, I love you because, thank you for, I'm I'm grateful for, I appreciate that you. Yeah. Do you have any others? Um, 
You look beautiful today. I love it when you... Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Fill in the blank. And um, obviously learning your spouse's love language, like like we keep talking about. <laughs> yeah. Um, because, so for you, you need words. Oh, well, you really? need all the words because those are important to you. They make you feel loved, right? Yes. And so the... M- the skill of learning how to show my gratitude to you is so much more important than it may be for someone that feels loved by physical touch or, uh, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Quality time. Yeah. Someone that needs quality time doesn't really care what you say to them as much as, nearly as much There as might someone. be someone who has words and quality time at the time, too, though. I know, though. but I'm trying to make a generalization. Yeah, okay, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. They just don't, <laughs> it doesn't matter nearly as much. Yeah. That's all, that's all I'm trying to say. Yeah. So, yeah. Do you want to, do you have any ideas for a challenge this week? For a challenge this week. Is that different than our challenge It's video? so totally different. It's just based on the podcast okay. and just kind of something for people to keep in mind this week as they're going through their week. That would be a good challenge video, though, the thing that I just thought of. Maybe I'll save it for that. Save it. Okay, Um, then I have an announcement while you think of our challenge. Okay. Um, We're not pregnant. Why is that? Why do you need to feel like you need to announce that? I don't know. I have another announcement, though. We are going to... Have people been asking you? Your Nana said, I had a dream that you guys were pregnant. That you had a baby, and then she just looked at us. And we were like, well, it's not, not true. true. <laughs> <laughs> um, She's a little disappointed. Our, um, we are going to go to two podcasts a week. We're going to try our best. We're really going to try. It's going to be hard, but we're going to yeah, try. Yeah, because you have a big... I have a big job coming up. Yeah, work thing coming yeah. up, and it's going to consume probably a whole month. Yeah, we'll see. So, it, we're going to do our best. Yep. But, <laughs> we're going to shoot for Sunday evenings and Wednesdays, I think, for posting. Yeah, Sunday evenings? Well, Last time I posted it at Sunday at 6 a.m. Oh, Sunday mornings? I didn't know when you wanted me to know. do it, so I just made a decision. We're going to post them so you can listen to them on Mondays and on Thursdays, essentially. Yeah. Whether or not they're going to be posted on yeah. Sunday and Wednesday or not, that's how it's going to be. Yeah. That's uh, the plan. Yeah, that was my announcement. Okay, challenge. Um, when your spouse does something that makes you feel loved. Something noteworthy? Just something that makes you feel loved. Okay. Because for some spouses, maybe that doesn't happen very often. Yeah. So... I just heard a frog croak. Did you hear that? It was a bird. Was oh, I thought bird. it was a frog. I was like, why is there a frog <laughs> outside in the snow? <laughs> okay. Sorry. Off topic. When your spouse does something that makes you feel loved, I want you to thank them for it or like recognize them for what that they, what, what that they, <laughs> what they did. Tell them that you did recognize what they did. Yeah. And I, I want to go a step further with that. Um, not just things that make you feel loved, things that you recognize that they took time out of their day to do that they wouldn't normally do. Yeah. Right. And maybe 
um, if you can't think of a time that you thanked them for something they do all the time that they just have made a habit out of, thank them for it because it will yeah. mean the world to them. Mm-hmm. I just didn't want to go overboard and no, I be know. like, thank your spouse for every single I'm thing not, that they do. I'm just saying, be aware of it. Yeah. Be so aware of this. At least things. once, like, try to remember, like, oh, they did something. I really should thank them for that. Absolutely. And start with that one one time doing it. Yeah. And see how they respond. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll do my best. Do you have anything else that goes with gratitude? Um, I am grateful for this podcast. Yeah. I I love having these conversations with you. Me too. They're so fun. I like talking to you. Yeah. We you need like... another mic. We gotta do that. <clears throat> yeah, if anyone wants to just, like, send us a mic, I would gratefully appreciate it. Yes. For sure. <laughs> Not a guy named Mike. We don't need that. Yeah, we don't need, like, Mike. We need a microphone. <laughs> yeah guy named mike knocks on our door i'm here like um do you have a microphone for us because we don't want you otherwise <laughs> yeah. it'd be really cool to have it'd be super to, nice to build build our podcast setup yeah i feel like i said the word build weird the first time so i said it again okay anyway um i think that's about it yeah I'm that's all we have for just everyone in our tiny little community that we have so far i know and for you. Yeah. You do a lot for me. You do a lot of dishes for me. So many dishes. So you many. cook so much food <laughs> and make so many dishes. It's, it's give and take. And we live in an RV, <laughs> so I have to hand wash. All oh my gosh. I'm going to be so incredibly grateful the day that I get a dishwasher. We haven't had a dishwasher in like three years. Yeah. But... I am super thankful that we still have a nice, cozy, warm place to live with a heckin' view. Heckin' view. This place, mm, I mean, it's not a million-dollar view, but it's probably half a million-dollar view or more. It's it's pretty cool. I'll I'll see if I can put it up on the, yeah, on the screen. We'll Maybe on the screen. after the snow if, goes away. So, if you're just listening to the audio, go to our YouTube channel <laughs> if you want to know what the view is. Yeah. Go to our YouTube channel. You can skip through the video if you want. We'll put it on the screen. So. All right. We will see you guys in a few days, not next week. Yeah. We got to stick to it. We told them about it. That means we have to actually do it. I'm going to do the preacher thing and say, Lord willing. (laughs) Lord willing. All right. Later. Tater.